my friend welcome back to another episode of the more than a mother podcast it's your host lavon moses back with you again we are into our journey to healing series today i wanted to kind of pause because i mentioned in my last episode that i was doing some shadow work and i really find it necessary to kind of pause at this moment because i've been doing a lot talking about the victim mentality fixed mindset different revelations i have had But then it came to me as I was doing my shadow work that it was kind of a time to pause. Now, what do I mean by pause? I realized there was great power in the pause. And I realized I was doing a whole lot of stuff. And what I mean stuff, just a lot of stuff happening in my life. And it came to me that you need to pause. So I that kind of showed itself in different areas of my life. I paused some things in my business, paused some things I had been working on personally to kind of really get centered and get focused and really get to the heart of this whole healing issue. I don't want to say healing issue, but really get to the heart of where I needed to heal, how I needed to heal, what I needed to heal. And a lot of this came about because I mentioned to you all in previous episodes that I've been doing a lot on this starting to healing with shadow work and discovering, just going into those deep places that we have perhaps buried, not tapped into, are kind of subconscious that things we're not very conscious of. I kind of had this revelation when I started on this journey. One of the questions in my journal that I had started using for shadow work, the first question was, who are you? And honestly, that question stumped me. And I was amazed because I could not answer Who are you? Now, what do I mean by that? When it came to who am I, who are you, I could answer in roles and things that I do. But I couldn't answer into like the core of who I am. That part. I could answer in the tangible part and mention a lot of roles. But When it got to the who am I, the part, the way that I wanted to define the who am I, none of that stuff was right at the tip of my tongue to bring out. And I feel like a lot of us do that. We come very defined by our roles that when we're asked who are we, we start to name a bunch of roles. And this was kind of an insight for me, an awakening for me, because this whole journey I've been on with the more than a mother self-improvement journey, was about getting to the core of who I am as a person, who I am as a woman. But what I realized in this kind of awakening I feel like I'm having on this journey to healing is that I kind of replace one set of roles with another set of roles. So I went from saying, I'm not just just a mother, I'm not just a wife, I'm not just this. I'm getting back to who I am. I'm more than a mother, defining myself outside of motherhood, defining myself outside of those roles but then what did I do I replaced them with more roles so then I became the entrepreneur the podcaster the author the content creator so I took one set of roles and replaced it with another set of roles so when it was asked who am I that's when I've had okay you have to pause the because you got to figure out who you are and it's weird because we feel like we know who we are but it's not until We have to do this introspection, get to another level of self-awareness to really reach our goals and stop hitting certain roadblocks and realize, think about why we keep going through some of the same patterns and things that we 
go through over and over again. It's not till you do that level of self-awareness, that level of introspection, that it's like, hey, I need to figure out who am I? Who is Lawan? And it was like, okay, you need to pause. And that's where the pause came from. Because you are giving so much. I'm a giver by nature. And the thing was, again, in my giving journey, remember I said, if you've followed for a while, if you've listened to past episodes, then you know I said I reached a level of burnout before when my kids were younger, where I was giving everything to everyone, but I had nothing left for myself. And the funny part is, I'm like, I never want to be that miserable again. I never want to experience that level of burnout again, where I'm just giving so much that I have nothing left for myself. So I'm going to take care of myself first. Yes, that is one part of it. But I don't think we realize that you can still burn out and not be miserable. I think that was an awakening for me. That burnout, you don't have to be miserable to burn out. And I realized again that I took my giving that I was doing personally and snatched that back for myself, so to speak. But then I became a giver in other areas of my life. I was given of my skills and talents in so many areas on my social media, podcast, YouTube, different hobbies and things that I have, different things that I'm involved ministry wise, different areas that I'm tapped into. I was giving of my gifts and talents again to everyone that I was having nothing left for myself. And it was like, okay, Luan, you need to pause because it clicked. Did you really make any progress? Yes, I did make progress in like this whole self-love, self-improvement journey. But you kind of transferred what you were doing in the giving nature from that part. You transferred it over to business and entrepreneurship and other skills and talents. And you started giving of your gift and talents to everyone else, helping everyone else with their visions and their journeys building their businesses, pouring out my information to others, giving, 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 and not getting a lot in return or anything in return. And it's like, that's the same thing that was happening to you in your personal relationships years ago. As a mother, as a wife, as all this, you were giving, 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 and was feeling like you weren't getting anything in return. Then after a while, it's like, okay, you realize the common denominator is you as the person. What is it? in you and I had to ask myself what is it in me that is causing me to operate like this and the thing was I didn't see it until probably last week when it came okay you need to pause so what did I do I paused I paused my Facebook group I paused how I'm doing my social media content I paused my podcast interviews I was planning to bring them back And I'm like, no, you need to take this time because right now you're giving of yourself. You're giving of your platforms. You're giving of your knowledge. You're giving of your gifts, gifts, and talents. And you're doing a whole lot of giving and not seeing a lot of return on that investment. But that's nobody else's fault. That's kind of like the thing that I went through 2013 with was 10 years ago. Here it is. I think there's something to that. about to go on a tangent. 10 years ago, I was turning 30. And that's when I had this revelation about I was giving, giving, giving in my personal life. So I had to self-preserve myself, so to speak. Love myself. Get on that self-care journey. 
personal development and all and worked on that. And but and now 10 years later, where I'm turning 40, it was like you were still giving, but just giving in a different manner. So when I started on this journey to heal and I told you all those things, if you want to catch up episodes 175 to 177, I believe. If you want to catch up on those, you can go back and listen how this whole journey to healing came about and different things that happened. You realize you're repeating those same patterns and not making any progress. Well, I won't say not making any progress because you did make progress. But I had to ask myself, what is it about me? What is it in me that is causing me to operate in this manner? And I'm going to share this with you because I feel that it's going to help you. And I feel it's going to help whoever may come across this podcast, whether you're listening now in present time in 2023 or in the future. But I feel it's going to help you. So I'm going to share with you what conclusion I kind of came to on this whole journey to healing, figuring out who I am and why I'm operating like this so that I can now answer the question, who am I and it not be defined by roles. And I did not come to this conclusion on my own. There's a lot of self-work. As I said, I am have a relationship with God. I'm always praying, talking to God, eggs him to help me see things, show me things. And my eyes are open. He was showing me a lot. It's like, I feel like an awakening and I'm feeling so refreshed about this. But what he revealed to me and what I kind of came to the conclusion of and it's amazing because he even sent the messages on my social media through different people's platforms as I was going through this, is that I'm living in that overachiever spirit. I've always been an overachiever. There's nothing wrong with that. But the way I'm gonna the way I kind of feel is that being an overachiever can kind of become toxic so to speak that's really the best most simplest way i could put it toxic might not be the right word that's the only word i can think of right now and it went back to i'm always trying to reach another goal i am very goal oriented yes there's nothing wrong with that but i'm always trying to reach another goal i'm always pushing for the next level i'm always going always reaching always trying to get to that next level or having a goal in sight. So to the point that I am giving so much because it's advancing me in a certain way towards different goals. And then when I feel I've kind of conquered that, I realize I would find myself, especially in business, switching directions or changing things up because then it was another goal for me to accomplish. And I was like, Luan, why do you keep having these patterns of, oh, I'm changing this, oh, I'm changing that, oh, I'm adding this on, oh, I'm moving in a new direction, oh, I'm doing this, especially when it came to business, social media, podcasts, entrepreneurship, aspiring for that, instead of sitting in that one thing and working in that one thing. Yes, I'm a multi-talented, multi-passionate person, but it was deeper than that. And it came to me that I'm always reaching for a goal as an overachiever, always reaching for a goal. So when I've kind of reached a goal in a certain area, then I move on because I'm like, oh, I can add this on and then that becomes a goal. But that's not how life should be. We should be able to enjoy the moment, so to speak. You can still have goals within your certain arena area, if that makes sense. You don't have to constantly be reaching, constantly being 
trying to achieve yes there are levels that i want to reach and all that kind of thing so i'm trying to make this make sense outside of my brain and i hope that it is but to get to the basis of it i realized through all of this that a lot of this came from my trauma which i didn't identify as trauma of becoming a teenage mother and developing that mindset early on that i will not be a statistic we're going to overcome these obstacles. I'm going to reach every goal I set for myself because I refuse to be a statistic. I refuse to be typecast. I refuse to be a stereotype. And I developed that mindset to be determined to succeed early on. But what I realize now at 40, in my 40s, is that it developed a pattern in my life where I was always reaching for more always reaching for more because even though I have look around and say hey you made it you beat the odds you overcame the statistics you did that a long time ago Lawan. my present self 40 year old self today was still living like that person that became a teenage mom 20 something years ago and that was so freeing for me that was one of those to God be the glory I thank you that I surrendered this because it took a load off of me. I was still putting so much pressure on myself to be, to reach, to achieve, to be an overachiever because of my trauma. And like I said, trauma doesn't have to be a bad thing, but the trauma that came from being a teen mom and what everyone thought of teen mom. So when I developed that determination spirit, it gave me lots of perseverance, great attributes, attributes. But at the same time, I was still living like that. I'm like, Lawan, you made it, so to speak. You beat the odds. You overcame those obstacles and challenges. You got your college degree. You got a master's degree. You have a successful career. You're building a business. But yet in my mind, I was still being that overachiever. I was still living on that thing of, I'm not gonna be stereotyped as a teen mom. I, I wasn't, I'm 40 now. But that was so freeing and it also helped connect why when I think of who are you, it's all about the roles and the achievements because my life became achievement based. I became an overachiever and as an overachiever, I'm going to keep trying to achieve, which is why I will keep switching directions and things that I'm doing because I feel like I had achieved to a certain level. So now I'm going to go achieve this. I'm going to go achieve that when really I need to focus on having achievements within whatever area I'm choosing to be in, have those achievements. That was enlightening to me. And really took a lot of pressure off myself and to where I was able to say, yes, I am going to pause and I'm okay with pausing because a long time ago, I said it took a whole lot of stuff on my plate, off of my plate, but I realized I filled it up with a whole bunch of other stuff. And even though it was good stuff and making me feel good, it was still a bunch of stuff and it was still leading me to the path of burnout. I didn't get burnt out and I wasn't feeling miserable, but it clicked that you don't have to be miserable to experience burnout. 
And because I recognize that feeling in myself of how I felt like where I was giving, giving, giving back when I was miserable and burnt out, I was able to see that the burnout was still showing itself even in the good of everything. And then it was like, LaVon, you're, you're still in that mindset of being a teen mom. That's that fixed mindset. Back then, that's the part of my mindset that in all that I've been doing, that was what was there. That's the part that needs some healing. That helps me to figure out who am I? And I feel like a lot of us, there are a lot of people that are perhaps teen moms, there are a lot of us that are moms that are overachievers. I'm sharing all this to tell you to take the pressure off of yourself. Take a chill pill, as we used to say. Relax. Realize you made it. Realize wherever you are in your life right now, this is where you're supposed to be. You don't have to keep trying to achieve. You don't have to be an overachiever. You don't have to try to keep having accomplishments. And even though I'm somebody that doesn't need the accolades, the applause, and all that kind of stuff, deep in my subconscious, everything I was doing was kind of applauding and getting the accolades because I'm not going to be a statistic. But it's like, oh, you're 40 years old. You're not. You're not. So stop operating that way. That was the message to me. You're still reaching for goals and achieving and striving and trying to achieve based off that thing of becoming a teen mom. And I'm not going to be a stereotype. That I wasn't able to recognize that long ago, I would say it, but subconsciously and in my belief, that was a whole nother level. Like I knew it, but I wasn't believing it or living it. So I share all that to say, let yourself be free from whatever it is. If you are a fellow overachiever, take a step back and start thinking about why you overachieve, why you always feel the need to push and realize it's okay to not do that. It's okay to just be. And I've kind of come to that conclusion that it's okay to just be. It's helping me on my who am I? Because then I don't have to define myself by roles anymore. I'm doing that shadow work to get to the core of who, um, who am I? So I'll be able to answer that question without roles. Because I can say what I like to do. I always tell moms, ask yourself, what do you like to do? But again, that's stuff on the outside. But the shadow work is about the inside and I'm excited about this journey. If you're an overachiever like I am, take that step back. Think about what may have put you on this path that you're on and then start to do the work to flip that script, flip that mindset, get to who you are at the core. And that I can't guarantee, but I know I felt a light, lighter when I did that. It's like my mind is clearer and now I can start to really tackle that shadow work because I identified a lot of it. My things have come from that trauma of becoming a teen mom. So stay tuned. This journey continues. We're in this together. If you have any questions for me, go ahead and drop them for me. Send me an email. I would love to address specific things you want to talk about on the show. Help you in specific areas that you may have. Here I go being a helper again, but I feel like healing as a whole. And I'm sure something that you may ask me, I may encounter, be encountering on my own healing journey. But I'd love to talk about it. But remember, we're going to be all right. It's going to be okay.